typical murderers. Some plan their crimes meticulously, while others kill on impulse. It's Jason Voorhees. Fred Krueger, mother. Fred Krueger! It's time, Michael. Well, there is no more room in hell. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. The Dead. What's your favorite scary movie? We'll walk the earth. I'm eternal child. I am the eater of It's a waste of good suffering. They're coming to get you, Barbara. The boogeyman is real. Here's Johnny. The blackest eyes. Every day. The devil's eyes. Don't fall asleep. The Inadequate Club is live in the studio, a.k.a. the number one Friday the 13th show in all the lands. And we didn't just make that up either, people. Google it. I am your host with the least, Nathan Parker. Joining me as always, the Joseph Gallo. I'm back. I'm fucking back. You are back. I'm back. We're back. We've been some very busy folks these last few weeks. Hence, a little bit of an absence. And we're going to talk about that in just a moment. Because the Joseph here has been, he's been, uh, he's been making his laps, people. You've, some of you out there might have actually seen him in action. And no, we don't want to hear what happened during convention after parties or anything like that, but we're going to give it to you straight. We're going to, we're going to give it to you straight about a few things though. So uh, bear with us. We'll get to the five minutes of Friday for those of you that like to complain. But while, while we're on the subject, Joseph conventions, a little bit of an absence, et cetera, 365, Hit us with Monster Mania. Hit us with the PA Horror Con or whatever the hell else it was since you've been out of town the last few weeks. Hit me. All right. Well, what was that? Uh, PA Horror Con was the beginning of August, the second week of August. And I roomed with the Glow Ghost and fucked around there and had some fun. The Glow the Ghost. Isn't that that skanky little redheaded girl that I keep seeing in your pictures? Yep, that's her. Fair enough. Um, you know, I dressed, I mean, this was a, a really uh, scream heavy convention and I went and dressed as Ghostface, but I did meet, uh, forgot her name, but for the, the first victim of Friday the 13th, the second victim, technically the first female victim. Um, I forgot her name though. Help me out. Deborah Hayes. Yeah. Her, I feel, I forgot her name. She was first. <laughs> she hang was on. Part. First convention appearance ever mind you oh shit well she was a sweetheart i had a good time meeting her and of course i saw the best four-time jason he was walking around looking looking like a cane hotter and you know how that goes and big news guess what nathan are you fucking ready for this well well hang on because i i think i am but i'm gonna i'm gonna can i make a guess at what the news is maybe well, now that we are the number one rated Friday the 13th show in all the land, I understand that now that Joe Gallo is a number one rated cosplayer. 
You're just locked. You're just racking up the number ones. You're damn right. Well, when you I look am. like you do, you ought to be thankful to rack up anything. So, amen. I mean, luckily it wasn't a size contest. Anyway, but um, speaking of size, yeah. Tommy Lee's Twitter post. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> Go ahead. Stop. God damn it. Um, yeah, no, I I won the costume contest, which is obviously an awesome honor. As Zombie Ghostface, I did not expect to win that fucking thing. But before we, it was in the same room as the Scream and Aliens panel. And I just kept drinking at this thing. And by the time I got to the cost contest, I was, I was feeling it. <laughs> uh, when they said my name, I fucking degeneration X together and said, suck it to everybody else. And I was like, I'm so sorry. You naughty little boy, you. I did. It's all on video. You can hear uh, Glow Ghost congratulate me by calling me a fucking idiot. <laughs> I seen the video, and I concur that you are a fucking idiot. It was. It was. It was a lot of fun. Um, I went that we and um, me and my buddy Jersey Jason, just Jersey Jason. He um. Well, there's so many fucking. Everybody has names. Everyone has fucking names. We got all these Jersey fucking stupid names. Then we got glow ghosts and gallows lane and gallo goes to hell. And don't whatever forget the camp fuck. blood radio camp blood radio. I mean, we all can't be winners now. Can we though? Sorry. Well, he, he kind of convinced me to do it. I, I have never done the costume contest before. I had to throw some sex lube on my legs to be able to get those pants on for a zombie ghost face, but I was glad I did it. And he went up there as the uh, the Smiler Ghostface spinoff thing, and it's creepy as fuck. He should have won, but I'm glad but I didn't. won. You won. He You're the winner. So winning costume contest, I mean, meeting Deborah Hayes, a.k.a. Claudette from Friday the 13th Part 1, first convention ever. And, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I said, hey, Joe Gallo, why don't you go ahead and get me a signed picture from Deborah Hayes? Because she hadn't announced at that point in time back the train up a few weeks, technically first convention. You assume that she's going to do more following, but you never know. She could, she could do one and say, yeah, I don't like hanging out with all these idiots. So I'm not doing anymore. So anyways, and now she's since been announced for days of the dead Chicago coming up in mid November. So anyways, I said, Hey, the Joe Gallo, do me a solid, grab me a photo. And then I get a video back a, a short little video clip of, of just a few seconds showing the signed photo that you got me. And the Joe Gallo says, here you go. You big retard. He called me a, or no, he called me a big fat retard to be <laughs> exact. <clears throat> and you're not, not far off. You're, I, you're not far off, but I appreciate I your services. If you know what I mean? Uh, no problem. Um, that was, I mean, I'm glad you told me to do that because I actually was having so much fun with my my friends and stuff. Like, we had a blast. I forgot to go into the celebrity room and realize because the fucking lines at Monster Mania are insanely fucking long. Yeah, you said PA Horicon and it was actually Monster Mania, you big stupid idiot. So, did I say right. PA Horicon? You went to that one. That's the second one you went to a, a couple oh of weeks my God, ago. I am, I am the big fat retard now. You are. <clears throat> but. I had a blast at Monster Mania. Um, we all had a blast. It was a good time. But a weekend later, we went to PA Horcon. Hang on. I I'm not done go... about Monster Mania, young man. Oh, my tits, dude. What? So here's the deal. <clears throat> my only complaint 
about the photo that you got me from Deborah Hayes is that the Joe Gallo got it personalized to me. So now I can't rip people off on eBay with it. I can't put it on eBay and, and rip people well, off like they do everybody she, else. She did that. She's like, what's your name? And I fucking say, oh, my name's Nathan. You should have said, should have said, well, oh, my name's Tommy Lee. Let's go ahead and make it out. Go ahead and make that out to Tommy Lee if you would. I don't. Maybe that weekend would have been the worst idea for that because that was Tommy Lee Dong weekend. <laughs> it actually was. I have can, that fucking weekend. Yeah, Deborah, can you go ahead and make that out to Johnny Wad, please? Thank you. <laughs> oh my god! And then, and then, if I did that, because she had, I think she had like her granddaughter with her taking the photos with people. I imagine me holding a photo, but oh, to Tommy Lee. <laughs> Oh, One God can only damn. imagine. So anyways, for those of you out there who live under a rock, that same weekend, Tommy Lee, <clears throat> a.k.a. our favorite drummer from the crew. And I've said this before, people, so this is nothing new. This should not have been a shock to anyone. I had always said if I had a dong like Tommy Lee's, I would show everyone. <laughs> and he certainly did that because he posted it on <laughs> Facebook his Instagram and the Twitters. And he just posted a, a picture of himself sitting by the old tub. Just, uh, just, you know, just dangling away. He did. That shit was up for like 12 hours. What the fuck? Like I get in trouble for posting a side Teddy, but his dong was straight up flopped around, making me feel inadequate yet again. <laughs> but and that's, that's the hours. purpose. You have to remember that that's why he does the things that he does. You can't just be the drummer of Motley Crue. You have to be the drummer of Motley Crue, as I've said a million times before. You have to be the drummer of one of the best bands in the world. You have to have a giant wiener, and you also got to knock up Pamela Anderson twice. And then she had to deal with you for 18 years after that. So you can't just be one of those things. We had to, you got to knock it out of the park when you're Tommy Lee, Motley Crue style. So anyways, you know goddamn well that he did it on purpose, just to remind the rest of the world who the fuck he is, right? He did that. He did that. And here's the deal. I heard some people saying, well, that's not fair because, like you had just said, I post a picture of a side titty and I'm, I'm fucking immediately out of there. And his got to stay up there for like 12 hours or whatever. Do you think Tommy Lee gives two fucks about the internet? No. He's Tommy fucking Lee. For the three reasons that I just said, he gives no fucks about the internet world. So, I, but I heard other people saying, well, that's bullshit. You know, he posted that on, on Facebook and he didn't get banned or blah, 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 whatever. Uh, I don't think he really gives a flying shit about any of that. So, kudos to Tommy Lee. Shout out to Tommy Lee as always, because I would, I'd probably do that once a day if I were him. Right, right. I'd just be, you know what? I'm staying here making coffee. I'm just going to flop my old wankus out here and just remind the world who I am. How you like that? And it would work. And it would work. Right. Um, it's funny to seeing all the, the, uh, the ladies of my uh, 4,999 Facebook friends were all like, Oh my, good morning, Tommy Lee. Ooh, Tommy Lee, this Tommy Lee, that hi, Tommy Lee. And it's mm -hmm. like, yeah, did you bitches not see the video back in 1996? Come on. We already knew that. He's yeah, just reminding you. Now it's you. in 4K, Nathan. <laughs> now it's an 8K, Joseph. Oh, shit. 8K? 
Yeah, yeah. Didn't you see the picture? That was that was complete clarity. You could zoom right in on his on his old uh, dinker there, and you could see every little freaking uh, herpy and little genital wart all over that thing from all the all the uh, all the uh, helicoptering he's been doing since the Motley Crue days. Hey, fucking men! But um, right. I thought when I heard about that, I didn't know what the fuck. Um... Glogos was talking about that she kept talking about Tommy Lee Dong photo and I thought they were just fucking with me because they were talking about Camp Blood Radio and then we get to the hotel I sit on the bed and log on to Facebook and there was fucking Tommy Lee's Dong and I'm like this wasn't a lie <laughs> no nope and I thing. like I said don't blame the guy one bit Anyways, enough about that because we're going to get ourselves all worked up here and, and you know, we try to keep this about an hour show anyway, so hey, it I is what it is, people. Horicon yet. Go, go, go Google it if you if you live under a rock. So anyways, the Joe Gallo has been at Monster Mania. He's also been at the PA Horicon. Uh, real quick, what was going on over there? I'm sure you were hanging out with your little butt buddies there too. Yep, same people who went down there. I actually just wanted to go to meet Tom Savini. Um, which he, 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 he was not happy to be there, but, um, that's besides the point I met, of course, Deborah from part five, I can't Deborah Voorhees. How did I forget that? And I forget her name Uh the girl from part seven, uh, Maddie, I think is her name. Diana Barrows. Yeah. Her, uh, I met her, um, wasn't very talkative, but that was really it. I met the, the kid, the kid from pet cemetery. He was funny. Well, let's he, just be honest. It. If it, if I seen you walking up to my table, I probably would not be real talkative either, right? I mean, a man, fucking a. But yeah, it was, it was a lot smaller. It, I, we were only there a couple hours, and then we uh, we took off. Lauren Marie Taylor. Oh yeah, she was a blast. You know what? She is one of my favorite Friday girls, and I just have this inkling that I bet you know what? I bet she was a lot of fun back in her day. Dude, she's a lot of fun now. Did you see the dress she was wearing? I did, yes. And she's about 60 now. She might be exactly 60. I'd have to Google it real quick. But you know what? She is a very nice-looking very nice looking woman. And she was obviously a nice-looking young lady back in the 80s. <clears throat> she's aged very well. She still looks absolutely fantastic. And, yes, I saw the dress that she was wearing. Speaking of your little side titty situation, Yes, mm-hmm. I did see that. And matter of fact, Lauren Marie Taylor on the Instagrams posted a picture of her in a bikini the other day. I saw that too. Right, right. But you know what? She just has a, uh, I, and I've listened to the rest of her podcast episodes. Well, most of them anyway. There's not a whole lot of them. But she just seems to have a very vibrant, very nice personality. She just seems like she would have been a lot of fun. Probably a lot of fun if you went out camping, too, if you catch my drift there, Joseph. Right? Right? Well, yeah, well, she was she was a riot. Um, I mean, I, I went and saw her. I, <clears throat> I already have her signature and a bunch of photos with her. But we were just talking because, you know, at this point she recognizes us. So she was she was just having a lot of fun. She's like, hey, let's take a photo. But, like, I'm photo bombing you. She She was a riot. But I want to know, Joseph, in all your convention travels the last couple of weeks, <clears throat> and I'm sure it's an extremely high number, so I, I, I don't expect you to, to have been able to keep count exactly. But 
I can only imagine the amount of people that were walking around with Campbell radio shirts on. It was probably insane. You know, I lost count after about 45, especially at PA Horrorcon where it was packed full of people. Oh, geez. Yeah. I mean, the shirts are just going out like hotcakes. It's, it's absolute insanity. And I mean, and I'm like a local celebrity anyway, but well, you know, after you've been in several of the first Jason Voorhees actor, you know, Ari Lehman and his band first Jason after, after you've been Jason in a few of his music videos. And of course, having the number one rated Friday, the 13th podcast and all the internets, I mean, you can imagine that I'm like a local celebrity. I'm kind of a big deal in my area, right? Oh, no. And don't forget, you're associated with an award-winning cosplayer. And I'm associated with a, a number one award-winning cosplayer. Whether it's a ghost face costume or not, I'm still associated. Guilty by association. So it's just getting to the point now where, yeah, I mean, I'm like a local celebrity. So, of course, everyone's always wanting shirts and blah, blah, blah. They want merch. And I'm always trying to hook everybody up and it's just, it's just getting crazy. I mean, everywhere you go lately, that's all you see. That's all I see. So I can only imagine what monster mania was like. They were probably everywhere since they were. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're like a hot commodity right now. I mean, that number one ranking really boosts things. I mean, now it's like they can't print shirts fast enough for these people. I mean, it's, oh. it's just chaos. Um, you know what I forgot to say? You want to hear a fucking really funny story about Monster Mania, but I can't mention names. So, Not really, but I have a feeling you're going to tell me anyway. So hurry up because we got other shit to talk about. So, get with so it. after I won the costume contest, the next day I had somebody come up to me and, and they were hysterically crying in the lobby full of a thousand people. And they're like, you didn't deserve to win. And I'm just sitting there with my mouth open, like, oh my God, I just want to go home. It was it's a long story, but it was that, that was awkward as shit. The end. The end. Okay. Thanks for thanks for sharing. Enough about that. Now we got other things to talk about. It was funny, <laughs> Nathan. Oh, it's it, yeah. Cool story, bro. Can we hear it again? You want to? No, I don't. <laughs> All right. So, anyways. Uh oh, just a couple days ago. The well, it's over now. It was over as of a couple days ago. <clears throat> the last time we were on, I had mentioned an upcoming autograph signing. Speaking of all these autographs and conventions, I had mentioned an autograph signing, a very rare opportunity for Friday the 13th, part three. Mike DeLuna through Rare Tracks store. The pre-order was over uh, like just, I think, two days ago. So I'm sure the signing's probably coming up this week, maybe next week, whatever, for those of you that have ordered. But Mike DeLuna, who a lot of people, I still, it boggles me how many people do not know who Mike DeLuna is. And he filled in for Sir Richard Brooker in a few scenes when Richard could not make it on set. Now, there's very limited information about this. But here's what I can tell you. So for those of you that ordered, and I actually, I ordered myself, but it was confirmed by Mike through the owner of Rare Tracks that one of the scenes, now this is all that I have confirmation of as of right now, one of the scenes that he filled in for Richard was the where Jason climbs through the broken window. Now, 
we had talked before about maybe the the barn hanging scene maybe he did the hanging portion uh blah 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 go back and listen to that i can't really remember what all we said but anyways that as of right now that has not been confirmed by mike now when uh rob does the signing with him he's gonna get some more information but there was a picture for the pre-order of actual the shot where jason's climbing through the window so rob got and i don't know who it came from i'll find this out later and i can report back to you but he got the original still of that scene from the film so if you pre-ordered that shot off the website that's actually the 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 photo is going to be a little bit different than what you receive but it's for the better trust me so anyways when i was talking to rob about this i have a richard brooker signed photo of a variation of that scene so i went in and looked at it and on my photo and i also googled some other images that i could pull up in 8k tommy lee dong style clarity (laughs) and i and i encourage all of you to do this too so this is how you'll know if you if you were unaware of what it is that we're talking about but you can tell in that scene if you stop and zoom in that the actor playing jason is not wearing a padded shirt like what richard brooker wore and 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 obviously you know what i'm talking about you know the the muscle half shirt that he had you can clearly tell that he's wearing one but this guy playing jason in that particular scene is definitely not wearing that shirt and zooming in on my photo, I could tell that the eyes looked a little bit different. And that is definitely not Richard Brooker. That, well, Mike DeLuna says it's Mike DeLuna. So, and I believe it. So Rob sent me a picture of him standing next to Mike DeLuna. And Mike is built like a brick shit house. So this matches up basically with not needing to wear the padded shirt. Kind of like how I have to stuff socks in my pants when I go out in public that's yeah, of course the same yeah exactly and and you you can sympathize with that with the stock stuffing thing 100 percent. same difference of richard with the padded shirt richard wasn't you know all swole all he wasn't all swelled up like tommy lee or anything he was just you know an athletic built guy so they had to put that padded shirt on him whereas mike uh-uh, didn't have to do that so google it Go check it out. You'll see what I mean. So I ordered that photo. So I'm looking forward to that. So yeah, uh, confirmation on that. And uh, Mike is going to answer a handful of questions. I um, actually was able to submit some in. So we hopefully, based off Mike's recollection, will maybe get some other confirmation as to what scenes he filled in for Richard on. So, but I will tell you this, the next time you watch part three, if you notice that it doesn't look like Jason is built the same, there's a very good possibility that that's Mike and not Richard. So, well, I'm assuming after this event is done, we'll know more, right? Yeah, absolutely. But he had told me that, um, Mike, obviously 40 years later, working on a number of films over the years old age, et cetera, et cetera. He just didn't have a ton of details when he first talked to him. I mean, he could remember some, uh, some barn scenes. Um, he had mentioned chasing a girl around with the hockey mask on blah, very limited, very basic information. 
So, and you know, not everything that they film made it to the big screen anyway. Some of that shit would have been cut and hit the editing room floor. So, um, but yes, there'll be some more clarification slash confirmation after the signing. He's going to try to pinpoint down kind of the other scenes, I guess. So, Stay tuned for that. I'm going to have Rob on the show because we're going to talk about this signing. He did say that there's more Friday the 13th stuff in the works. Rare Tracks store. We'll check them out on the Instagrams. Check them out on the Facebook. Tell them that CBR sent you. Um, I know a couple of you had reached out to me with some questions about that signing. Um, and then, of course, hopefully that worked in your favor. You know who you are. So enough about that. Um, what else we got going on? Oh, speaking of autographs again, shout out to BJ Crowder. You know why, Joe Gallo? I'm about to find out. I'm going to tell you why. Now, I have not posted this, but I'm going to. BJ Crowder messaged me last week. And he said uh, that he had something for me, had a surprise for me. And what that surprise was is I was shocked because I'll tell you what, I appreciate all nine of you listeners, all of you individually. But it's stuff like this that obviously keeps us cranking out number one rated material, right? Right. So BJ, because of our love for the Nickies, our, I would say, uh, obsession, let's say a mild obsession, mild obsession with the Nickies. He got me a a couple of signatures from Nikki Glazer. You believe that? Uh, what? Yes, sir. Cool. Yes, he did. And I'm going to post those a couple of, he got me a signed poster and he also got a, uh, they look like a couple of maybe like index cards or some type of card stock, but maybe something on the lines of an index card. Um, and I'm going to read you what these say. So, and like I said, I'm going to post those, but sometimes I don't get around to doing that in a timely manner. So anyways, one of there's two cards that um, look like they were signed in Sharpie here. One of them says Nathan plus CBR. This will be worth a ton if I die tragically at a youngish age. Fingers crossed. Love, Nikki Glazer. The second one says Nathan plus Camp Blood Radio. I hope to do your podcast someday when I'm less in demand. Love, Nikki. So let's get her on here. We got Nikki Benz following us. We have Nikki Glazer, who clearly knows what Camp Blood Radio is because she wrote it on the she wrote it on the cards twice. Right? Mm-hmm. Confirmed. Progress, Joe Gallo. And I'm gonna remind I you mean, I'm gonna remind you and everyone else of something. And for all the haters out there, Rome wasn't built in a day. I mean, fucking dude. All right, think about it this last couple of months, number one podcast. Tommy Lee's dong, Nikki Benz following us, and now this? I mean, fuck. That's progress at light speed, I think. The Joe Gallo winning cosplay awards? Uh-huh. I mean... I mean, that's that's some serious progress. 
next fuck the next year you never know what might happen right <clears throat> i mean sky's the limit right oh, i mean at this point anything I, I absolutely I mean, like we need to get nikki benz on the show that'd be so fucking great well you know it's it's one step at a time joseph like i said rome wasn't built in a day so but I appreciate it, BJ. Seriously, um, that's that's awesome when people get us stuff like that. I really appreciate it. I'm going to hang that in the studio, of course. Um, oh, speaking speaking of, oh no, I guess that is that. No, I guess that is all the autographed. Seems like we had a lot of autograph shit to talk about. Uh, mm-hmm. But speaking of our our loyal, lovely listeners. And some of our favorite people, mind you. I have I have kind of um, an announcement to make, which some of you would be aware of. Maybe some of you wouldn't be. And that is, it's kind of a big deal for a couple of reasons. One of those reasons is for those of you that collect Friday the 13th, screen used, memorabilia, props, um, production use stuff, et cetera, et cetera. Mario Kerner at the Friday the 13th Props Museum over in Germany, is set to auction off a bunch of stuff coming up in a couple months. Damn, that's insane. You better start planting your money trees, people. So I can tell you right now, uh, I will be monitoring these auctions because I might try to might try to see if I can get a couple bids in there depending on what all he decides to part with. I know he's going to keep some stuff. You can't part with all of it, right? I mean, with a collection of that, that, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, adequacy. You got to keep some stuff, right? So we'll see what ends up. On the Jason X stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll probably bet on all the Jason X stuff and all the uh, part eight. And um, of course, Jason goes to hell. I mean, that's such a, such a movie masterpiece there that I'll have no choice but to bid on all of those items. Uh, I hate you. <laughs> but, but along with that, because here's the deal. We all, we already know who the best Friday the 13th museum owner and all the lands is. Don't we Joe Gallo? We do. And who is that? Jeanette. The lovely Jeanette we just cannot get enough of Jeanette I mean have you seen her people I mean come on for those of you that have been to the Blairstown Museum for those of you who have just been to Blairstown in general for those of you who have met Jeanette I mean she's just I mean it's self-explanatory right yeah she's always I mean Nathan I've met her three times three well and that's why she's the best one of the best museum well, I shouldn't say one of the best, the best Friday the 13th museum owner because you've met her three times. Yeah. Well, she owns a museum, a Friday the 13th museum, and you've met her three times. Kind of like the Kane Hodder thing. He was Jason four times, plus you met him, right? I did. I met him. I met him a lot. Yes. Bingo. So, and I know we joke about this, but as of right now, there are, there are more than one Friday the 13th museum. Right. But technically, technically, Jeanette, I'm I don't know of any others other than Mario's over in Germany. 
So when that one shuts down shop, I guess right now the only one left over is going to be the Blairstown Museum. And Jeanette is just going to win. She's going to be the award-winning museum owner by default. I hate to say that. You know why? It's because she bought a fucking shirt. Well, you know, Jeanette does have a Camp Blood Radio shirt, but I've yet to see it. I mean, I think she has one. I've heard that she has one, but I've yet to see it on her. Kind of like the stickers, Joe Gallo. I mean, it's like a, it's like unicornish. You hear, you hear about like a Sasquatch situation. You hear about it, but you don't ever see it. I still want my stickers that you sent me last year. I mean, there's a prime example. I met, I, I did. Yes. I sent you some stickers and they allegedly never showed up. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. So we'll see. So we're putting Jeanette on notice right now. We're putting her on notice. It's time to time to step up to the plate there. Let's see what you got, Jeanette. We're calling you out. Tommy Lee yes. style. <laughs> Tommy Lee style. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if we can live up to that kind of a call out. Well, it's a Tommy Lee sized call out, Jeanette. That's what it is. Damn, I didn't think we could do it. Well, it just happened. It did. Let's see take, it. Let's see that fucking shirt. Damn it. Take that call out to the nude beach with you, Jeanette. All right. A couple more things, and then we're going to get down to brass tacks on some five minutes of Friday. So, <clears throat> Spirit Halloweens are now open, Joe Gallo, worldwide. Nationwide, yeah. universal wide. You want to know how I know? Um, because. Well, one reason I know is because, well, it's Halloween season, like it or not. Second reason I know is because all of the dildos out in Facebook land, out in social media world. I, I don't understand why this is, but it seems like every year about this time, people have to post about how they went to spirit Halloween. Oh, first haul of the season. Better post a picture of my uh, Friday the 13th shot glass oh and my, my uh, Michael Myers doormat. Fun. <laughs> oh, I see. Are you making fun of my door, my uh, door cover post? Well, if you did it, I don't know. I'm just saying I can't seem to get away from them. It's like everybody and their, their brother has to post about, oh, I just first trip of the season. First haul of the season. Had to get my my Beetlejuice door cover or my, you know, Texas chainsaw fucking figurine or whatever. I don't know. A hot Cheeto costume. That that shit from spirits like like carnival souvenirs. I mean I mean most- this year they have a lot of cool shirts, to be fair. They have a really cool uh, part four shirt coming up or already out. Well, I just don't understand what the infatuation is with everyone feeling the need that they have. They have to post about it. It's kind of like when, when the Friday, the 13th box set came out a while back and everybody had to post a picture with it. Now it's, it's posting about spirit. How I just don't get it. I don't understand. I, I did that too. Remember I did a video of me dancing with it. Oh my God. I, I, I just don't understand why. 
people feel the need to do that. Like it's a marquee event in your life to go to fucking spirit Halloween. Here's the deal. If all that stuff is that monumental, then you don't know how Google works for shopping purposes, because there is a lot better shit all over the worldwide universal wide interwebs. than what's it? Fucking spirit Halloween stores, people. Like the Jason high school jacket that pisses me off. I just in general. And a lot of the shits repeat anyway. Or carryover stuff. I mean, similar designs. And it's like, if you really wanted to get a Michael Myers doormat, don't you think that you could have Googled it and you could have found a better one than the one that's at fucking shitty Spirit Halloween? Come on. Some Etsy ones. The fuck out of here with that. It's about, (laughs) it's just as annoying as the people that are in dedicated social media groups. I'll use Friday the 13th groups as an example. And just, I mean, it's it's frequently. So I'm just one example would be, oh, just scored this uh, awesome Jason Voorhees shirt from a local Walmart. And people okay. do do that. Well, thank you, thank you, sir. Because Walmart, being I don't know the biggest fucking chain store in all of America, don't you think that most people would be aware that Walmart has shirts like that? Thanks for sharing. Thank you. I can sleep now. You should see these ghost face groups. It's the same thing. Oh, with the uh, with the uh, with the random masks, like oh, the Dollar General. Here's the weather mask from a scary movie, or I went to spirits and I found a glow in the dark ghost face mask, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Three sixty five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most of the people that are in these groups, people, they live this stuff they're aware that this type of stuff exists you don't have to post about it repeatedly agreed yeah find something to do people play video games like a normal adult go game online with your friends or or you know just do something else just just stop doing what you're doing all right, <clears throat> enough about all that, or we're going to end up getting some more hate mail from your butt buddies. We already are. You know that's coming. Oh, yeah. I don't really give a shit about that. Uh, out of sight, out of mind. That's what the block button's hey. for. That's yeah. what I, that's I, I worship that block button. That's, yeah. But somehow shit gets back to me still. It does. It does. Uh, speaking of drama... That goes right in line with our five minutes of Friday. So mm-hmm. your your friend Sean Cunningham, our friend Sean Cunningham, recently made a post, I guess we could call it a post, about a potential Friday the 13th film for next year, right? Yep, I read it. And then you mentioned the New Line Instagrams post that that has since been deleted which was what so on the official instagram of new line cinema they had posted a a joke message request that said jason Voorhees wants to send you a message and they captioned it "Uh oh what do you think he wants and then the next day it was up for like a day or two i believe but at least it was a day and they deleted it so me thinks that they're teasing something well i mean that certainly sounds like they are um 
I, I don't really feel that that's credible information. I don't feel that what Sean posted, uh, which was very basic information, he just listed – what did he do? Just list Friday the 13th and then 2023 on – I forget what he even listed it on now. What what the hell was it? Um, Cameo. Yeah, on camp. Yeah, that's right. So – but I, I don't really – I mean, it's the internet. People are going to say whatever they want. I mean, hell, we're the number one. We're number one, thanks to the internet, right? Anybody can put whatever they want on the internet, whether it's true or not, right? Right. I mean, us being number one is a good example of that, right? Yeah, correct. (laughs) I mean, it's hard to believe, but sometimes these things happen. So what I'm going to say is I don't believe it, but it could happen. Now, Sean Cunningham, I don't believe, has a true vested interest in Friday the 13th in the first place. So, but it still could happen, right? I mean, you you got the three things. You got Cunningham on the cameo. You got the cryptic post from Instagram. And then you got the, the potential producer saying that, yeah, it's coming. And the the news is going to be out by soon. That the announcement is going to be semi soon within the with before the new year. Here's what I think, Sean Cunningham. I think that you just did that to sell little cameo videos. Maybe better not. That'd be really shitty. Well, well, he shouldn't. He had not ought to been doing that. But I'm going to say that's probably what he did. It's just. I don't want to call it a marketing gimmick because it's not really that. But when you see someone with with clout in the Friday world like him and you're like, oh, and then Cameo, which you're paying money for. Right. Right. So now if Sean Cunningham was just sending out videos out of the goodness of his heart, then that would be. And he happened to mention it in one of those. Then that certainly would be a different set of circumstances. Correct. Correct. But in this case, when you're paying for a shout out and hey, you know what? If people want to pay us for shout outs, Joe Gallo, we'll talk about whatever the fuck you want. Right. Oh, no. I don't know if that'd, that'd be, be, a, real that'd be an interesting little switch. Yeah. Maybe you need a uh, maybe you need a shout out for. I don't know. Maybe maybe someone, you know, listens to the show. I don't know. No, I'm you just, could. uh, maybe they need a shout out from an award winning cosplayer from the number one Friday the 13th podcast. I mean, double award winning, right? Fucking a doesn't get much better than that. No, sir. But I'm just saying if you were paying for it and you're like, Oh, Sean Cunningham has this listed, has this listed in in the bio or whatever. And of course, you want to ask him about it, so you want to throw that in your request or blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying that it was to sell cameos. I mean, here's the deal. Sean Cunningham is not broke. If he is, I'd be shocked. I mean, if he is, then he's not fucking good with any sort of money. No. And I don't know how much the cameos are. Let's just say they were 50 or $60. Knowing him, they were probably 100 <clears throat> But I don't think that that was a marketing ploy to make money off of. So anyways, that, as you know, as a lot of other people who are tuning in know, that just trickled downhill and all the fucking YouTube channels, all bunch of other 
irrelevant podcast just like this one all started chiming in on it just like we're doing right now because it's material right it's something to talk about in the friday world whether or not it has substance or not we don't know technically but everybody and their brother started chiming in about it and it's just it's kind of like the spirit halloween posts and the friday the 13th shirt posts that you found at walmart you just can't get away from them so for like a week straight it was just being being just bent over with Sean Cunningham posts and I just wanted it to go away. It's only going to get worse, brother. And then here we are talking about it. So that shows you how annoyed I was by it. Right. You know, more more is coming soon. Oh, oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Tommy Lee style. I hope so. That'd be fun. (laughs) Oh, speaking of conventions, before we wrap this shit up, Days of the Dead Chicago coming up in November is has basically turned into a Friday the 13th, 2009 reunion. Marcus Nispel, Derek Mears, Kyle Davis, Jonathan Sadowski. Um, the list goes on and on. So I'm anxious to see who else they add. I know there's a lot of 2009 haters out there, and that's just fine and dandy. But... You don't see too many, well, outside of Derek Mears, he does quite a few conventions, but you don't see a ton of Friday the 13th, 2009 alum other than that. Matter of fact, I don't think Marcus Nispel's ever done a convention. I think this is going to be his first one. And for those of you that have been listening to Camp Blood Radio for a number of years, Marcus Nispel, I had him on the show probably five years ago now. And at that point in time, and I think this still might be true, Marcus had said he had never done a podcast before that camp blood radio was his first one and that he normally doesn't do stuff like that. Well, since then I have yet to see Marcus Nispel on another show. So if he has send the link my way, cause I want to check it out. And that Joe Gallo might be one of the reasons, many reasons actually why camp blood radio is now number one. Hail. Yeah. All right. Is that all for you then? Yeah, I'm good. I mean, uh, yeah. All right. You know the drill. Please rate, review, subscribe, click the buttons, whatever it is. Keep buying those shirts up, people. I mean, the I'm telling you right now, the print shop can barely keep up with them. I know it's Halloween season, but they are just flying off the shelves. Uh, there's not been a better time than right now to buy one. Uh, the spooky season, as some of you like to call it, or as I keep seeing on your on your inundation of Spirit Halloween posts. Shout out to Spirit Halloween. I mean, you know, we talk shit, but we appreciate those kinds of stores. So, yeah, sorry, we just talked shit about you for twenty minutes. <laughs> Shout out to you. We didn't mean it. Shout out to you. So, go buy a shirt, like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Unless you're marked now. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. Because I've seen enough horror movies to know any weirdo wearing a mask is never friendly. <laughs> that is better. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? Some strange idea entertainment.